Are you pregnant? Early postpartum? Maybe even decades postpartum? Well, guess what, mama? Once postpartum, always postpartum. And hey, maybe you're not a mom and you don't plan to be. But I promise you'll want to stick around because everyone has a pelvic floor. And I know you'll want to know the information inside this podcast. We're going to learn how to strengthen and connect to the pelvic floor and core so that you can get rid of those pesky peleaks, pelvic pressure, prolapse, pain with intercourse, diastasis recti, pelvic pain, back pain, hip pain, and even neck pain and foot pain. It's all connected, baby. And with my whole body holistic approach, I promise you will learn things in this episode that you didn't know before. Today, we're going to dive into my own personal journey with urinary incontinence, prolapse, and pain, and how I navigated that during my first pregnancy at 19. And unfortunately, I just accepted it as normal and part of motherhood until I went through PT school and learned that there was a better way. And in fact, those symptoms are common, but not normal. And I was able to put that newfound knowledge to the test while I was pregnant with my second child and not only stop my urinary incontinence or leaking and prolapse from getting worse, I was able to heal and stop leaking all together while I was pregnant. And with my subsequent births night and day in terms of delivery time, pushing time, tearing, and how available and emotionally present I was during those experiences. This is when I knew I had to share this information with the world so that other women like you could understand and know that while these symptoms are common, they are not normal. And most importantly, you do not have to suffer. There is help and resources out there. Inside this episode, you'll learn the first steps that you must take to begin to heal your pelvic floor and core, no matter how long ago you had a baby or have been dealing with symptoms. So check it out, and if you have any questions or would like to know more, come hang out with me and a group of other amazing women in my Facebook group, The Balanced Momtality Wellness and Support. I know you're busy, mama, so let's dive in. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balanced Momtality Podcast where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery, providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics, such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, it's actually happening. I can't believe we are finally here. It is officially episode number one of the Balanced Momtality podcast. 
Um, well, let's just jump right on in. I wanted to just start today with giving you guys a little sense of my story and what brought me here and what ultimately guided me to start this podcast. Um, I promise to give you guys some juicy tips and tricks for your core and pelvic floor, of course. Um, but first, let's just get to know me a little bit, and that way you kind of know who's behind the mic. Um, I am Dr. Desiree Cassell. Um, I'm a physical therapist. I have been for the last, gosh, six, seven years now. Um, I am from New Mexico. I recently moved back to my hometown of Los Alamos, New Mexico, where I am from, my parents are still up here, and it's just been amazing to have grandparent support. Also love being back up in the mountains. Yes, if you don't know New Mexico, there are mountains here. We are not just all desert. Um, but yeah, I have three children um, and a husband. I am staying pretty busy with my own private practice, the Balanced Momtality Women's Health and Wellness um, is also the name of my practice up here where I do one-on-one in-person and virtual um, physical therapy treatments as well as virtual physical therapy to the state of New Mexico and wellness visits to the rest of the world. Um, I really honestly didn't think I would ever be here. <laughs> um, not only doing this podcast, that's definitely something I never thought I would be doing. Um, in fact, you guys, I had this idea like a little over a month ago. Um, and just six weeks ago, this idea was kind of put in my face for the second or third time. The universe was trying to give me some hints and I was just so quick to say, eh, no, that's not happening for me. No one's going to want to listen to me talk. What could I even talk about? Yeah, no, we're not going to go there. Um, but then it just kept coming into my world. And another podcast that I listened to um, kind of just triggered this spark in my soul um, because I've really been feeling this desire to pull away from social media um, and I still just want to be able to give content and education and resources for everybody. Um, I struggled with my own issues, which I'll get into here in a little bit. And I had no idea that there was support and help out there. And now that I know how to help other women, I just want to help everybody. And unfortunately, the pressures and, um, the fakeness that kind of comes along with social media really just had me feeling yucky every time I was showing up for it. And let's be honest, nobody's showing up there to learn anything, right? We're going there to disconnect. And that's just not my vibe. I kind of want to be exposed to the people that are there trying to grow and improve themselves and looking to learn. Um, and I love to talk. So turns out podcasting's kind of right up my alley. Um, hence why this fire was kind of born and I decided to launch a podcast within 30 days. So here we are. And uh, I hope that it's going to serve you as well as I'm hoping. And I really am pushing to have as much practical, tactile, 
functional strategies and tools for you guys so that you not only can get some education and learn a little bit more about your body, how it works, how we know when it's not working, um, but also just the tools that you can start doing to tap into your body and really get to know yourself again um, and what your body needs. And sometimes it's movement and sometimes it's not. And I want you guys to be aware of what your body needs and really just be able to be in tune and listen. I also just feel like there's so much advice out there on the internet and in social media, especially um, from fitness professionals and not so fitness professionals that can get really confusing as a mom and just a woman and just a human in general looking for something that's really going to help you. And unfortunately, a lot of the advice out there can actually make things worse. So I'm here just trying to show up for you so that you guys can have some resources and tools to restore your core, stop peeing your pants, find pleasure and sex again, and just feel strong and not be afraid to chase after those kids and get on the trampoline and do all the things that you love. So that's really ultimately um, why I decided to, to do this, and I hope it does serve you. Um, so a little bit more, I guess, about me and my story and what ultimately led me to be a vagina doctor, because that's ultimately what I did not think I would ever be doing uh, when I started PT school. I really loved outpatient orthopedics. I loved the sports side of things. I really thought that was where I was going to stay and I did end up getting a job in an amazing outpatient clinic um, after school. And they had an opportunity for women's health. And I was nervous because that wasn't ultimately what I wanted to do. However, you know, they wanted to pay for my certifications and I was going to be able to do some ortho and some women's health. So I decided to take it. Um, I also had just had my second child. Um, and I really was so blown away through that experience with my second child that I was like, you know what, if I can help myself stop my leaking while I'm pregnant, you guys, not just postpartum, um, then I can definitely help other women. And so I started doing women's health part-time in this practice and it really just became such a passion of mine, um, seeing women coming in who wear depends and pads 24-7 just to function and move through life, let alone exercise, jump, do any other high-level activities, um, but also, you know, women who haven't had sex with their partner and five to 10 years because of pain, um, women who are avoiding doing any physical activity because they feel so much pain or heaviness and pressure because of pelvic organ prolapse and getting to work with them and bring them that just next level quality of life was just such a game changer for me. It was just so rewarding and it brought 
such a passion and fire for all things women's health. I do love treating all women. I know this podcast is called The Balanced Momtality, but I am here for all the women. Um, however, I am a mom, so I can completely relate to all the mamas out there, and I really have so much empathy and compassion for the moms out there trying to balance kids and cleaning and all the errands and trying to keep ourselves healthy and just really trying to do it all and feel good while we're doing it and have really important, connected, purposeful relationships with the people around us. And this has been a huge journey for me mentally as well. Another reason um, I really liked the name Balanced Momtality because while I am a physical therapist, the mental side is huge. Just the amount of impact in so many ways that we'll dive in in this podcast for sure. Um, how it impacts not only our health, you know, how we feel, what we have motivation to do, how we're able to do it, how we think about problems, how we navigate problems. You know, the mental side is just big. So I'm definitely going to cover a lot of that. And when it comes to pelvic floor, the mental health and the mental side of things couldn't be more connected. You know, if you feel stress, your pelvic floor is feeling stress. And obviously not just your pelvic floor. We get these signs and cues from our external body as well. The clenching our teeth, the elevating our shoulders, you know, tapping ourselves, all of these signs of anxiety, they really connect into the pelvic floor as well. So it's great. Just you know, another extra tip, be aware of those signs and really just connect with where you're holding tension in your body. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself, though. I want to kind of just give a little bit of insight to my own journey. Um, I was a really young mom. I got pregnant at 19. I had my first daughter when I was 20. And I, through pregnancy, it seemed very standard and quote unquote typical and healthy. And um, I was told by my providers, you know, everything was good. However, I did suffer from a lot of the common aches and pains that we get through pregnancy, you know, obviously back pain, I had some hip pain, I had round ligament pain, um, lightning crotch or pubic symphysis pain. I started leaking and peeing my pants every time I sneezed or coughed or laughed. And it just became a running joke in my family. Every time my husband would crack a joke and I'd run out of the room, my daughter would be like, oh, mom, Peter pants again. And that was just my life. I wasn't jumping on trampolines anymore. Um, and it was really sad because when I started talking to about these issues, especially the leaking with other moms, um, even my own mom, you know, it's kind of like, oh, well, welcome to mom life. Yeah, I've been peeing my pants for years. That's why I don't jump on trampolines anymore. And I was just kind of like, oh, well, shit, is this really it? Okay. And I just, you know, I was hoping that postpartum things would, would heal and come back. Um, I unfortunately, towards the end of my pregnancy, had a lot of sciatica and a lot of back pain that I brought up to my provider. And they just told me, oh, baby's compressing on a nerve. That's a bummer. Once baby's out, it'll go away. And so I just kind of accepted that. And it really affected my mobility through the last part of my pregnancy. I walked 
barely towards the end um, and through a lot of pain. And then with my birth, you know, I had um, my mom and my grandma in there with me. Actually, I had a lot of people in there with me with my first one, another episode for another day. Um, However, you know, I got this feedback from them that my birth was beautiful and I was so amazing and that was so great and I did so good. And, you know, it was I had a beautiful, healthy baby girl at the end of it. It was about a 15 hour labor. It was a very standard, typical experience that you would see or imagine when you think birth. Um, and that labor experience, I was walking the halls, um, squeezing and breathing like crazy through each contraction, squeezing my husband's hand. Uh, and I ended up ultimately, um, like many of us, being put on our back to push the baby out. I remember having this out-of-body experience, so I thought. <laughs> I was actually just hyperventilating. <laughs> um, and so when they put the baby on me, you know, and, and I did also, I, I pushed for about 10 minutes, which is actually really quick. So everyone was like, whoa, wow, it was your first baby. That was so good. Um, and I was just so out of it. I couldn't really connect to the baby right away. It took me a few minutes just to realize she was even there. And, you know, my recovery, again, I felt like it was relatively normal. I was still leaking. I had noticed that the gapping in my stomach, the diastasis recti, had gotten a little worse and was there to stay. Um, I was committed to trying to get that to go away. So like many, I decided, you know what, I'm going to go sign up for a Pilates class. That's all about core work. It's going to get my core back to strong. Um However, I don't know if it was just, you know, the male instructor. It was definitely my lack of awareness of how my body's supposed to move, how it's supposed to feel. Um, but through that, I, you know, I told him I just had a baby. He's like, you know, take it easy. So I did. But the class was like 90 percent all of these Typical standard core exercises that you would think, you know, leg raises, V-sits, you know, rotation crunches, all of these things that I thought were good and going to help. And ultimately, it just made my diastasis worse. It actually caused an umbilical hernia. Um, I, to this day, have never gotten that repaired because since then I've been able to actually strengthen my core in a way that I have support um, through that space. So at this time, I'm able to manage it conservatively. Um, But it sucked. It caused issues, even though I was trying to help myself. And, you know, I battled with some back pain and some um, hip pain and the leaking never went away. Um, for about six years. And I, at this point, was in PT school and um, we had taken our gender health section. And even when we took that section, you know, I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. But this is interesting. I'm going to put it to the test on myself. Um, And I actually ended up getting pregnant my last year of PT school. And I was like, all right, now's the time. Let's really put what I know to work and see if it actually can help. And, you know, I thought at least it'll keep the leaking from getting worse. At least it'll keep the pain away. And then maybe postpartum, I'll be able to stop peeing my pants. Um, So I started doing this work and started focusing on my breath and connecting to my core and connecting to my pelvic floor and really 
feeling those muscles and what pressure was happening in my core system as I moved. And I was probably five or six months and this was my second kid. So I was already pretty big. And I remember I had to chase after my, at the time she was four, no, she was five, my older one. And I was expecting to leak. I was like, oh, yep, I'm going to have to change my pants after this. And I didn't at all. So it was just that kind of like, oh, my gosh, all of this work, all of this effort has helped so much. And it was so worth it. Um, I thought for sure it was going to come back, but it never did. It was so awesome. And so that really is where that, you know, inner drive and fire to just spread the word um, came from. I want everybody to know. So that's why I'm here on this podcast, because I just want you all to know that you do not have to suffer and you can have help. There's so much support out there. Um, And, you know, my second and third birthing experiences were night and day compared to my first. And again, remember, my first was a quote unquote, normal, healthy, amazing experience. Um, I did all of my three births um, unmedicated. And I remember after my first thinking, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) And I looked at my mom, she had seven kids. I'm the oldest of seven, by the way. And I'm like, how the heck did you do this seven times? I'm never doing that again. And when I got pregnant with my second and I was kind of already expecting, I'm probably going to get an epidural with this one. Um, But then I was like, you know what? No, you know better than this. Let's really try and work through the mind-body approach to birth and pain and really go in trying to just be loosey-goosey and let's think of pain differently and let's just have a different experience of the pain as we go through this. And if you end up asking for an epidural, that's fine. No shame in that. Let's just wait. Let's see how far we can go before we decide we're going to get an epidural. And so ultimately, that's what I did. I practiced a lot my last trimester with breath work and mind body and just, you know, even hypnobirthing and a lot of pain, pain work. And um, ultimately, I didn't end up using any medications throughout any of my pregnancies and my last two were so much less painful and my pushing time was one minute with my last two. That's uh, as I've come to find talking to hundreds and hundreds of pregnant and postpartum women, um, postpartum women, sorry, um, very rare to have just a very quick one minute get them out. And I just swear, swear by all of my work of breath work and my connection with the pelvic floor using the different birthing positions that I was aware of and just listening to my body and honoring my body and thanking my body for that experience um, made everything just go so much smoother. I had no tearing, even though I pushed so quickly. Um, and my recovery was so much easier. And so that was, again, just the whole process from pregnancy to birth to postpartum was just night and day compared to the first. And so that's really what I'm here to do for you guys is give you those tools and just help you to connect and 
get aware of your body and what it's doing and how it's supposed to move and how it's supposed to function. And so with that, let's go ahead and jump into the two things that you can start doing today to start healing your pelvic floor. Um, So really the first one, you guys, just connect, like really start connecting not only to your body, obviously, and your breath, and we'll get into a lot of breath work in this podcast, but more like that pelvic floor piece because, you know, with all of the awareness of yoga and diaphragmatic belly breathing, you know, we can be like, oh, yeah, belly breathing. I'm aware of that. Yeah, meditation, mindfulness, yada, yada. It's all good stuff. Okay, doesn't work for me or whatever you feel about it. You know, this is more connection to your body. That pelvic floor muscle, I can't tell you how many women I work with that just have no awareness of this muscle, no awareness of what it feels like to contract it or what it feels like to clench it, what it feels like to relax it, no awareness of if they're bearing down or the pressure that's bulging down in the pelvic floor, nothing. They don't have any of that. And so that's really the number one thing that you need to start doing. And yes, the breath is a great way to start this connection. But even with just using like if you have a handheld mirror, that's another tip that I give my patients all the time. If you have a handheld mirror, like get comfortable with yourself. Let's look. Let's see what's going on. Um, Really, you should see a little bit of movement around the perineal body. That space between the vagina and the rectum should move a little on your breath. We'll get more into later at another episode how it's supposed to move and and all of that. But, you know, just start to feel what that muscle feels like to contract it and try contracting it. Try relaxing it. Take a deep breath. See what happens to it. Um, Even feeling if you're comfortable, just feel place your hand on that perineal body and feel if there's any expansion happening there. Um, But really that connection piece is vital because if you move on to trying to do all of these quote unquote pelvic floor exercises or just core strengthening exercises and, and you'll learn my approach, you know, moving forward with any movement, any exercise is that everything is a core workout. If you're paying attention to your breath, if you are paying attention to that core system, It should be a core workout and it will be. And not only will you get strength from that movement, you'll protect your back. You'll protect your uh, body as you move through life. So this really is ultimately um, my lifestyle approach. And what I kind of want to bring to you guys in this podcast is, you know, not only all of those great core exercises out there, the great breath work out there, amazing mobility work out there, all the soft tissue work out there, but also how you can bring these functional movements in our normal daily routine and make that part of your exercise, make that a strengthening piece of your day. You know, you're already cleaning, you're already picking up heavy grocery bags, laundry baskets, pushing strollers, you know, the list is endless of our physical demand. And so we might as well pay attention, put a little intention behind those movements and not only protect our body, but get some strength from it and actually, you know, get a little bit more than we asked for with that. So 
Um, Again, that's kind of what I am going with with this podcast. Um, So step number one, just connect. Um, And then step number two is now become aware. So that awareness piece, and you can kind of argue connection and awareness are very similar, right? Um, However, I want you to just, you know, connect, feel that muscle, feel what it feels like to contract and relax it. Um, And just get that brain and those neuromuscular connections to that space to turn back on and fire a little bit more and a little bit more consistently. Because especially after birth, um, you know, even if you have a beautiful, quote unquote, amazing natural birthing experience um, or whatever your ideal birthing experience is, birth is still a trauma to the body. Um, And that trauma gets held in the pelvic floor. And so we need to be able to connect to that space because after a trauma, even if it's not directly a trauma to that space, maybe sex is uncomfortable. Maybe we've had some sexual abuse. Maybe it's just some mental trauma, but the brain disconnects. It really just tries to protect and dissociate from that pelvic space. And that's why many of you might be like, I don't feel anything when I try and pay attention to this space. Like, what is going on? And it's just because you haven't been for so long. And so just start connecting so we can get that connection with the brain and those neuromuscular connections stronger. Um, But the awareness piece is a little different, at least from my perspective. I want you to start being aware of how you use that muscle, how you use your core, how you use your breath. Where are you contracting? Do you just clench your pelvic floor all day? If you're a super stressed out, type A, high anxiety type person, you might be. If you are, you know, feeling a ton of pressure and you notice, wow, I'm actually bearing down on my pelvic floor a lot throughout the day. Or maybe when I go to pick up something heavy, I really bear down and I hold my breath. Those are the things that you want to start being aware of. Because again, we can strengthen these muscles all day and try and get everything working together as much as we can. But if your habits that you're doing subconsciously all day, every day are negatively impacting your pelvic floor, then no amount of strengthening is going to help. That's just the bottom line. So the awareness piece is really huge because we want to start breaking apart those bad habits, those bad connections, and those bad motor plans and rewire them. And that's the awesome thing is that it can be rewired. It's so awesome and just magic. So um, that is your homework for today. I want you to go and just connect. Go, you know, grab a handheld mirror if you feel brave enough to even use, you know, your camera on your phone if you don't have one, a mirror if you need feel like you just want to place your hand and feel. Um, maybe you don't want to look or touch. That's too much for you. And that's okay. Part of this and part of the healing process is honoring your body and listening to where you're at. So no shame, no matter where you are. And that's another big goal of mine, you guys. This space is such a taboo topic because of the shame around it. And I'm really here to break that. So there is no shame in any of this. 
So do whatever you got to do, whether that's touching, looking, maybe you're just thinking and visualizing that space. Maybe your hands on your tummy instead while you breathe and you just feel and try and visualize that pelvic floor opening up. So again, just whatever feels comfortable for you, don't push past your own boundary. Listen to your voice. Listen to that inner self. Um, that is really this whole process of restoring our, our body and our mental and physical and spiritual health. We have to honor that. So take some time. Get connected, start breathing, start touching, start looking, and then become aware as you move throughout your day. Just start to notice if you're ever holding your breath, if you're ever bearing down pressure, if you feel like every time you go to the bathroom, you're bearing down or pushing. You know, all of these are are unfortunately bad habits that a ton of people, it's very, very common to have these habits, but we're going to rewire them. Um, and so it's never too late. So even if you are years postpartum, guys, it's never too late to heal your system and restore your core. So that's about all I have for you today. I know I kind of rambled and I tend to do that, but I hope you hung on with me and you got something good out of this episode. Um, I think it's going to be fun to show up here and do this podcast for you guys. So I would love to know what you thought about this podcast Um, and you know, maybe bring up some of those triggering questions. If you want to connect and you have more questions about how it's supposed to move or other tips for how to connect and how to get aware, um, come join me in my Facebook group, um, the balanced mentality wellness and support group, um, hop on over there and we would love to help you out along the way. If you are interested in any of my coaching, you can also email me or access my website. All of that is in the show notes. And please, please, if you found this helpful at all, please leave me a review um, on iTunes. It really does help me get seen for other women to know that these resources are out there. And also don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. I'll see you here next time on the Balanced Mentality Podcast. 